0: Hey everybody, my name's Chris Lambert. On this channel, we talk Kanye West. And today we're gonna to be talking a class that is talking about Kanye West. You see here this post from Arakafella uh, at the narcissist, who is actually Narsi, a rapper, uh, real name Yasin al Salman, And he had this post, cats out the bag, I'm teaching Canada's first Kanye class at Concordia University this fall. So in the entirety of Canada, this will be the first university class Dedicated to Kanye West, and we actually have a message uh, from Yassine himself. So we're gonna, you know, sit back and listen to the professor and give us an overview of what the class is about. So, yo,
1: peace. Watching the throne, the one and only Kanye podcast that matters. Oh, thank, you. thank you guys for sharing your space with me. Um, when I started teaching at Concordia University in Montreal, it was 2013. The class was really small, but I. I felt this responsibility if I was to represent hip hop within uh, an institution, I had to grow it like hip hop flowered me as an individual, right? So uh, I started off teaching a singular class and then I split it into It's Bigger Than Hip Hop and Beats, Rhymes, and Life. And one class became about, you know, driven by a specific album a semester. So we did Black Star's first album. We did Beats, Rhymes, and Life.
0: Yo, if you haven't listened to Black Star's first album, it is one of my favorite albums of all time. Listen to it as soon as you can. It's fantastic.
1: By um, a tribe called Quest. We did Dead Price's album. We did Lauryn Hill. So as I went through the semester, I started uh, building the class up to 200 students, and we ended up in the auditorium at the university. Nice. And then the pandemic hit. You know, I was eight years into it or seven years into it. And when things moved in on Zoom, class became... A therapeutic session for students to deal with um what they were going through in you know this unprecedented time using hip-hop as a vehicle for expression right um so when i found out that we're going back to school gulp uh, i wanted to bring something exciting to uh the students that would want them to come back to the university but also something that i'm excited about so pre-donda pre-stem player I started talking to Al Dad at my department about building a Kanye class, and um, we started talking about the concept and what I could do, and we decided to teach Kanye versus Ye Genius by Design, which is nice. as much as it is about Kanye, it's about the community around Kanye and what it takes to build um, to build something as powerful as Ye. You know, Ye is famous for saying he's the nucleus of the culture, but I really believe that. The nucleus of culture in North America is hip hop culture. You know, it, it, it helped people like me, uh, as a young Arab during, you know, the 9-11 era to find my voice, but also to, um, to interact with some of the greats that influenced me as both a writer, a producer, and then eventually a video director to become Narsi, right? If it wasn't for the community around me and the recognition of the, that community, I wouldn't be the artist that I am. And it's the same with Ye. You know, whether we're talking about somebody like Yasin Bey or uh, Talib Kwali or, you know, Virgil Abloh or Dondo or Kuti and Chike or A Track or Nabil, you know, all these people kind of helped shape, um, yay for who he is today. And obviously, within his own work, he grew it to, to be this multi billion dollar industry that it is now. So yeah, I'm looking forward to dealing with not only Kanye as this vehicle for these conversations around mental health, fame, uh, responsibility, accountability, um, you know, problematic nature, um, you know, but also incredible creative force and um, uh, just the ability to express oneself publicly and then actualize it in reality. Not many artists have done that like Kanye has. So I look forward to sharing that space with people, inviting guests into the space and um, continuing the legacy of hip hop at Concordia University here in Montreal, which is my city that birthed me as an artist and as a professor. I'll give you a second, uh, a second uh, quote as well. I think the importance of this class being taught. You know, I have an auditorium, so it's really like a cinema. So I'm going to be bumping these these Yay records super loud. We're going to watch the documentaries. We're going to watch some live footage. Have some interviews with people, hopefully in person, but through Zoom uh, and share it. It's going to be an open class format. We've had people visit my class before, like Chance the Rapper, um, Vic Mensa. Uh, you know, K. Tronada, Havoc, Just Blaze. uh, We've had countless people come to our class. And and I think hopefully the eventual goal is to get Ye to come to Montreal and visit the students and talk to them. You know, I think- uh, That'd be awesome. They would benefit from uh, demystifying and humanizing something that they've been consuming for so long. And I think it's important to say that, you know, we we consume um, artists that we listen to we take from them more than we give to them. So I wanted to create this platform at Concordia to give back to Ye's legacy in a way and, and stamp it in a university setting, but also to give back to the community that's around Ye, that's, that's crucially important for the continuation of hip hop. And hip hop taught me, you know, you don't know where you're from, you don't know where you're at, mm-hmm. and you gotta give back to the community. So that's it.
0: Yo, shout out to Narcy for sending that our way. and. Yeah, I think what he was saying about the the community aspect is such is such a huge huge thing because as we saw in the Donda documentary, right? So many people were involved behind the scenes like it's yay central to everything, right? It's his drive, it's his Focus. It's his concepts and ideas and lyrics and production and everything. Like he's at the core of it all, but he still can't do everything himself. Right? He needs people to open doors for him to assist along the way. That's that was kind of the the foundation of the whole house way argument, right? When he was talking to Sway, and he's like, "I need." a company to back me and work with me. And Sway is just like, do it yourself. Like, do it yourself. You can do it yourself. You're like Kanye. You have money. Like, do it yourself. And that's like, how? Like, how, Sway? How, how, how? And Ye understood that this isn't something that gets done just by you being great. Like, you need to be great, but you also need to be working with other people to be listening. And just flash back if you're kind of a a longer-term Kanye fan, to how many people we've seen working with Ye over time in different mediums, like uh, Narsi was shouting out um, Virgil Abloh as somebody, right? But we also know Steve Smith, right? The shoe designer that's like the father of, father, like, Father sneakers or old man sneakers or whatever it is. Like, he has been really important to Yeezy. And it's like, yay, designing Yeezy stuff. It's his, like, he's at the core of it again. But he has a team of great people around him and is often working with some of the legends, whether it's in fashion or shoes or music or stage design, or when he's making a movie, right, he's teaming up with people. It's not just him with little grunts around him, right? He's collaborative and collaborating. So the idea of trying to give a shout out to the community around Ye and recognition to the people that have been like, part of this, and just having that awareness that It's the the sun in the middle of the solar system, right? But the planets are important as well. Like if you have a sun without planets, you don't have a solar system. So uh, that's really exciting. And you can see down here a little bit more of the formal class description. If we click on that, uh, dissects Ye's art, design, music, celebrity life, and cultural impacts in the age of information. Unquestionably a problematic figure, Kanye West is also a maven of all the creative industries he has touched. By using Kanye's albums as cultural, artistic, and personal lenses, this class studies the evolution of his genius and explores the concept of cognitive dissonance. <laughs> Uh, the unique, complex, and controversial natures and context of Ye's body of work and impacts. A limited number of places are open to fine arts students. In a BFA degree, this course can only apply as a free elective. So keep that in mind if you are enrolled at Concordia University and watching this. You know, that last part was just for you. Uh, but this is, uh, this is exciting. And Narsi here, you can see a little bit of the backstory. An Iraqi Canadian rapper, author, university instructor, and actor. Um, His parents were originally from Basra, Iraq, but immigrated to the United Arab uh, Emirates in the 1970s, born in Dubai in 1982. He moved to Montreal, Quebec at the age of five and spent his uh, youth moving back and forth between Canada and the UAE, spending his high school years receiving an education in Dubai. So in 2000, Yassim moved back to Montreal and started working on his music production. You know, he talked about 9-11 and the impact of that and how important hip hop was to him. You know, it's 2000 that he's moving back to that northeast area and witnessing all of that and the fallout of it. And seems music was a huge part of how he was kind of viewing things, reflecting on things and moving forward with his life. Uh, and you can see he wrote a book. This was kind of cool. In October, 2020, um, Narsi released his first multi-genre collection titled text messages or how I found myself time traveling published by Haymarket books. It's been called an ambitious and bold time capsule capturing the insane times we are living through by Hassan Minaj and a necessary read by Talib Kweli. So a little bit of celebrity shout outs and like music wise, he's been on stage with black star like Kweli and Yasim Bey. Um, it's just finding out more about Narsi has been cool ever since he reached out to us and let us know about this class. Civ 5, if you're a fan of the Civilization series, he was the voice of King Darius, you know? So this is the man, uh, like really like a jack of all trades kind of thing, like music, acting, academia, literature, it's teaching a class, and you kind of have like a polymath. Who probably has some insight to Yay being a polymath, right? So I'm looking forward to this and more of getting some more information uh from Professor Narcy, you know, when uh classes start up this fall. So this is fall twenty twenty two. We're so we're still some months away from actually getting to this class, but it seems like it'll be a pretty cool thing to kind of Uh, Follow along with, make some videos about, maybe have a a conversation with uh, the professor at some point on the podcast. So we'll see. But a cool thing, and if you're, you know, at Concordia University, which Concordia University, I I looked it up and you can see here, what, founded in 1974, 51,000 students, which is so insane to me because my college, Case Western Reserve University, had 4,000 undergrad students. And I think it was something like 10,000 grad school. So it was like small, like very, very small. Like a school that has 51,000 students is just kind of insane to me and a very cool crest. So <laughs> that's it for this video. But this is at least the second Kanye class I'm aware of. Uh, we had talked years ago about the, um, whatchamacallit, the course at Washington University in St. Louis, which was taught uh, for a few years. I think there might've been one more. There's something in my head that's like, there was one more, uh, but I can't remember what it was, but this is definitely Canada's first. So that's very cool. Um, but that's it for this video. Until next time, stay wavy and keep it loopy. Cheers. Okay. Round two, name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club.